Well, welcome back, Bills fans. It's your boy, Jeremy. Jeremy Mountain here, Buffalo, New York, home studio in the Elmwood Village. It's the Blue Mafia. It's the Bills lovers everywhere united. Anybody from Buffalo out there, give me a little shout out. Let me hear you clap one time. Let me hear you clap two times. All right, let's do it. You know what it is. First, break down the weekly Bills game. Falcons, Matthews, Cordell Patterson. Quick one there, and then we'll kick it over to the implications. NFL implications, top five. Quarterback matchups of the week. We'll get you in and out of the huddle here. We'll break the line. Let's do it. All right, so the Bills, Falcons, what are we thinking? What are we thinking? couple things. Josh Allen seems to be back. The team seems to be back. The swagger seems to be back. The attitude seems to be back. It's that time of the year. The Bills are ready for the playoffs. Josh Allen and the Bills have been teetering on complacency throughout the year, as we all know here in Buffalo. The national media is once again starting to humble, humble bumble about the general Josh Allen. Questions of run game have been answered with Allen continuing to conquer the hill over and over on clutch situations with his legs and with his creativity and also fortitude. The general is back. He has once again proven why Brandon Bean gave him the big paycheck. And no matter what, Bills fans should be once again satisfied as Allen has surpassed, I believe, 3,500 yards, 600 rush, and like second in the NFL in touchdowns behind the assassin Tom Brady. I checked out my predictions if you go back beginning of this year of Blue Mafia I did a NFL divisional predictions throughout the league and I did okay NFL Network Good Morning Football had a couple of flashback things on the episode today and I went back and I checked out my divisional picks and I thought it was interesting I was pretty spot on other than the Seahawks I believed at that point in Russell Wilson and DK Metcalf, Tyler Lockett. And though those guys performed, not much else to speak of, still no run game. That division, though, I did have, and you can go back. That's the whole point of this podcast is put it on the record. If you want to put it on the record, let's hop on Zoom. We can get it on the record. You want to write a blog? We can get it on the record. Make your case at BlueMafia.com. But 
this Bills team seems to have the swagger back, and I did have them winning the division then. But it was interesting that even at that point, I was a little skeptical as far as some of the tests that we were going to have. I had the Titans winning the division and had them in the top three said that they were going to be tough. Obviously, injuries have affected that team. Bucks had them picked and also the Falcons didn't mention them, but was not happy when they did not take a quarterback amidst one of the best quarterback classes that we've seen. I always thought that Justin Fields would have been a great dynamic young player for Atlanta. And now they have no one. But I did just realize that they have Felipe Franks, which is kind of interesting. Like, let that kid play. But maybe Matt Ryan doesn't want to let him play. Maybe he wants to ride it out. And everybody is sort of still okay with Matt Ryan playing the way he does, but it's just sickening. Uh, They're somehow in the hunt. They're going to be playing for something. But ultimately, the Bucks are going to win that division. And I picked the Browns, but I was high on that entire division, also high on the NFC West. I had mentioned 49ers and Rams making the playoffs as well. And also... In the AFC, I had mentioned Baltimore. No Cincy. I was not on Cincy at that point. Cincinnati looks good. I did have mentions of the Chargers and was very critical of Derek Carr. Dookie. Duty Carr, I called him. It's been a wild year. It's the New Year's Eve here in Buffalo. It's about 1 o'clock p.m. on Saturday. Tomorrow, or it's Friday actually, the wifey is at work. I'm off today. It's a beautiful day in the neighborhood. It's a beautiful thing, being able to record. Part of the reason I do this pod is to get you to understand that you can record. Just get a camera out, get a microphone, a little bit of a light, you're good to go. So make your predictions. If you want to make a prediction at BlueMafia.com, go ahead. Also, check out Green Vision Wellness. Not a paid placement, just a shout-out. I got this t-shirt for free for my purchase at Green Vision Wellness in Depew. Right next to Mama Manja. Manja Mia, Mama Manja Pizza. Great pizza. Also in Depew on French Road. Here in Western New York. Depew. Also shout out up to the Lord. To Zach Sauer. One of my best buddies. No longer with us. But he was a great writer. Great podcaster. Great athlete. We do this in memory of Zachary. So if you're listening up there Zachary. Or if you're listening out there. Fans of. Western New York football athletes, let's put it on record. Hit me up, Jer Southern Reg.
far as the way that this Bills game is going to look, it should look pretty ugly if you are a Falcons fan. The Bills have shown that they are not afraid to not show up versus inferior talent. However, we know that we were unfortunately at the losing end of a game in Jacksonville. We know that Matty Ice is a domer. He's a domer QB. He plays in the dome. He doesn't really like the elements. He's got a long neck. He's string beanie. You love when guys like Matt Ryan just completely get away with not being mobile at all. He's just so smart. It's a guy kind of like Kirk Cousins. A guy that just has made his way through the league over years and years by being intelligent. He did play in some non-fair weather at Boston College in his college days. So I don't really think it's going <clears> to <throat> affect him too much, but as my buddy Joel said once about Brett Favre, Brett Favre, rest in peace, John Madden. Brett Favre playing in Lambeau Field versus Eli 2007 or 8 NFC Divisional or Conference Championship can't remember Brett Favre's last stand my buddy Joel said old and cold Favre looked old and cold so expect to see Matty Ice on ice tomorrow Sunday he is one of my least favorite players to watch so I'm as much as I don't enjoy watching him play it will be fun to watch the hometown team hopefully take it to him Cordell Patterson great story though outstanding year former Patriot former Viking Speedy guy, playing a lot of running back, also receiver. Used to be primarily a kick returner in New England. He's fun to watch. Calvin Ridley not playing, still stepped away from the team mid-year. He would have been fun to watch. And an asset that Matty Ice probably planned on having when they traded Julio Jones. Dr. Jones. I'll drop my final score prediction tomorrow Sunday it's Friday getting a little early episode in today I'll drop my final prediction on Sunday on Twitter at J-E-R-7 R-E-J we're going to take a quick break switch it over to the NFL implications thank you for listening Hey there, it's the NFL <laughs> Implications. You know what it is. If you listen, 
Welcome back. Implications. Top five quarterback matchups of the week that are going to have implications down the road, which is not that long from now. We bring you Reg and Jer's top five quarterback matchups. That's both sides of the personality, the crazy side of the personality, and also the hardworking, vigilant, loyal side of your natural best self. Be all, be all parts of yourself out there, whether you're on the field or off of it. Be good and be true to what is right. So it's the implications. Dennis Reynolds did not always do what was right, but he gave us a very comedic set of implications. And this joke is repeated every week because we have now reached the playoffs and everyone on mainstream media is saying this has huge implications so who do we got top five number one Aaron versus Kirk Aaron is having an outstanding year on the field off the field he's a voice of generation of people that may not want to listen to what you have to say luckily he's got millions of dollars and he's going to probably get one last final payday as he walks down the shadow of Brett Favre, end of career life. He is taking on Kirk Cousins, a guy that ran himself out of Washington after being drafted alongside RG3, who is now commenting commentating college football games, which is just absolutely crazy. Who would have thought that Kirk Cousins would be playing in the NFL and RG3 would be currently at the same time in the booth. This just has implications because it's a it's Aaron versus Kirk, a couple old wily vets. Aaron's fun to watch. They'll seal it probably late. Or maybe they'll blow him out. Check it out. Check it out. Aaron vs. Kirk will do a prediction special New Year's edition. I'm going to say Aaron about 334. Three touchdowns, one interception. Kirk 356. Oh, where is this game? I keep thinking it's indoors. I think it's in Lambeau. Cut that down. 256 Rodgers, two touchdowns, one pick. Uh, 285 uh, Kirk, three touchdowns, three interceptions. It's going to be crazy. I don't know. That's We're doing that this week because we have our own show so we can do these things on the air. And we'll go with the W to Aaron. Kyler versus Dak implications NFC everyone asking questions if the Cardinals are real everyone asking if Cliff Kingsbury is real can they get a big win late in the year against Dak and the Cowboys Jerry Jones has built one of the most talented rosters of all time this one will be fun Texas football Kyler was originally a Texas quarterback We'll say 
let's look up where this game is before we do it. Kyler, like I mentioned, I believe he won a state championship or at least played in one in Cowboys Stadium. So he is not new to that stadium. It is in Cowboys Stadium, 425. We'll say 325 for Kyler. Two touchdowns, one rushing touchdown, 60 yards rushing, one fumble. Dak, 450, four touchdowns, one pick. Dak gets the win. Three, Herbie versus Drewy Lockwater. We know that the Broncos have played two different quarterbacks this year due to Teddy injury injury water um love Teddy but I think Drew Locke is playing at this juncture this one just matters because Herbie needs to win if they have any opportunity to get into the playoffs that is the Chargers Brandon Staley one of the hottest names around the league but now people are sort of doubting his process. Which is unfortunate because I do like Staley. That game is in LA. LA. They're eight and seven. They need a they need a little shot in the arm for that AFC West matchup against the seven and eight Drewy Lockwater. Broncos. We'll say uh, 250. No, 178 and three touchdowns for Broncos QB. One interception, one fumble. And then we'll say 312, two touch, one rush touch. lot of sacks for Herbert gets sacked a lot and Herbie comes out with the victory taking them to nine and seven number four couple of Christian brothers couple of fathers Carson Wentz Carson Camo Wentz versus father Derek Carr Two of the most pure leaders you'll ever find. You need both sides to be a great quarterback. Do you see where we were going with that before? A couple guys that don't really have the edge. They get real excited if they win, but they don't really turn up the dial, if you know what I mean. Turn it up. Turn it up, boys. Turn it the up. Wensy, come on, 187, two touchdowns, no, 187, three touchdowns, one pick, Carr, 224, four interceptions, one touchdown, Wentz gets the victory, and lastly, the town that Tanny built the town that Tua built 
Tennessee Tanny Titans versus the Miami Tua Dolphins. Tua Lefty has come out of the woodwork, proven that he may be okay in the league, and built a belief in a couple smiles around Miami. Jalen Waddell had him in fantasy. Great weapon to have for a lefty young quarterback. About every five catches that Waddle has are only about less than two yards down the field. But hey, they've got a great relationship that could go a long way. It's all you kind of need if you got a little bit of a run game and a little bit of a relationship. Relationship. Russell Wilson, not a lot of good relationships with his receivers this year. But Tua building one with Waddle and Tanny. Originally started his career, got paid in Miami. A lot of people don't know. Shout out. Manziel also got a Colt Brennan helmet for Christmas. Right there. Signed. Got the Colt Brennan soul in the house. Shout out Ryski. Big bro for those gifts to the pod and also got this hat I believe from Carly so thank you friends and family Tanny built it did he? no he didn't build much in Miami but he's built something in Tennessee and he gets to I believe go home to Miami and try to I believe potentially knock out the Dolphins from playoff contention. It's going to get wet and wild in this last few weeks of the season. A lot of parody. My broski does not like it. He always talks about how every team is almost 500 and doesn't have big winning records. But I think that means everybody's pretty good. There's only a few teams that are pretty bad. Um, But other than like the bottom five maybe teams, everybody's Almost in the hunt. Implications. We'll be back next week. And remember, once Blue Mafia's Bills season runs out, we will continue with the Trying Times podcast, which focuses about stuff that matters and also stuff that is more artistic and creative and trying to get through the rest of winter. So thanks for listening, y'all. It's your boy, Jeremy Mountain, calling it a day. We'll get this up and bite on air. Happy Friday, people. Sorry if you had to work today. I didn't. Love ya.